is The View from a Few. Uh, if you're on local radio, then uh, we thank you for listening. Podcasts available, uh, obviously podcasts, so just audio, on about 14 or 15 podcast sites. If you go to either my website at theviewfromapew.com or you go to my Facebook page or you go to YouTube and bring up The View From A Pew, there will be a list of all of the podcast sites we're on right across the bottom of the screen. And I want to thank our producer, Garth, for for making that all happen. Here we are. We're back on a, a Thursday. Appreciate you being here. Uh, we are live on The View From A Pew uh, YouTube, search The View From A Pew, podcast sites, check uh, our Facebook page or this broadcast on YouTube, and you can find your favorite podcast site right there. And uh, we appreciate that you take the time to look us up wherever you can, forward it, it's your, whatever you want to do with it, we appreciate you forwarding it on. My guest today is Sheila Rushlaw. She's actually my guest for the week. And we are going over the Ten Commandments, and we have gotten to one that kind of gets me a little crazy, uh, because most people ignore it. And we're going to talk about the one that says, Thou shall keep the Sabbath holy. Correct? And the Sabbath is what? The Sabbath is the seventh day of the week. Which is? Saturday. Yeah. And uh, does Sabbath mean Saturday? In many languages, their word for Saturday is like Sabbat, or okay, yeah, or um, in in uh, French it's uh, oh I can't think my mind went dead. But many if you look up the word Saturday, there are probably ninety that'll okay. pop up that those are just off, they're just a little bit off Shabbat and Shalom. You know, those those kinds of things are all in there. All right. So we used to, the, our, our uh, family tree would tell those of us that are related to someone uh, from the, the tribes of Israel that Sabbath was always on the seventh day. That's the day that Jesus, or uh, God, well, same thing, God rested. Um, but then when Jesus came along, the church that supposedly he started, and I'm not doubting that, I'm not trying to put a question mark in there, uh, but Christianity began to meet on Sundays because that was the day that Jesus resurrected. That does not follow the Ten Commandments, right? That's correct. In um, in the early years after after the the cross, when Christ died, there was an emperor by the name of Constantine. And Constantine had always been a worshiper of the sun. And some things happened and, and they wa he wanted to change. He wanted uh, to, to bring the state and, and the faith and the religions, he wanted to bring them together. And so he thought, you know what, we'll just give them one day of rest. And he chose wrong. He chose Sunday as that day of rest. And they marketed it as this was the day that Christ rose from the tomb. It's interesting in the Bible, there are only three days that are identified. In the Bible. In the Bible. Preparation day, which was Friday, 
And we know that because Christ was put on the cross on Friday. Okay. Sabbath, or Saturday, the second, second one that is listed, and that's because Christ rested in the tomb. Right. And the third is the first day of the week. It wasn't called Sunday. It was where he rose from the dead was the first day of the week. Now, people can talk about different calendars and time is lost and that type of thing. Uh, you can go through a long and extensive study of this, and it c kind of comes out that it's not. Uh, it, it is actually correct with the, with the way our calendars are running. Now, um, the Catholics, uh, and I was born in Catholicism, so I had no disrespect. Uh, my parents are still in Catholicism. Uh, I was until not too long ago. Um, the question would be then, what did, what did the Catholics do, or the Pope, just let's just talk about the Pope, uh, do to mess with, and I can't believe he did this, the Ten Commandments? Like you're going to mess with the Ten Commandments. Yeah, he, he, he ordered the change. I mean, he, he again was trying to strengthen his own, his own place in this world. And as he's tried to do that, uh, he brought uh, Sunday worship into that. And uh, then we go into uh, the Crusades where Christians who were still keeping Sabbath were tortured and burned at the stake and sliced up and many other pretty gruesome things. So why the seventh day? Well, when you look at creation, the moon revolves around the earth. Correct. And as it does that, we know by that moving around that it takes about 30 days. A little more, a little less. We know that earth goes around the sun one time for a year. Yeah, 365 days. What in nature, what in nature is a seven-day period? A week? Nothing. Nothing in nature. Nothing God created talked about um, that uh, seven day seven day period. And when Christ uh, set that up, that seven days was because there is there's nothing else to compare that to. There's no there's no lunar cycle. There's no uh, sun cycle or sun worship. The only thing we have is a week. And look at this. Every person on this earth has a calendar. And whether it's whether it's written so that the Sunday is last or whatever, it's still written in weak form. Yes. They have not figured out how to change the timing to allude to some kind of thing in nature. And that's why it stands alone. It really stands strong. So what? how did the Pope change the list of the Ten Commandments? Well, they took out, they took out actually one that we've already talked about, and then they split up a couple of them, and uh, they, uh, they said, I am powerful enough. And he set up an edict that worship would be on Sunday or you will 
be killed. And then yeah. that took us down into the dark ages. Yeah. That was the beginning of us sinking down into a period of time that was horrific for Christians. And the Waldensians and, you know, other folks up in Ireland, they had the truth. And God has always had a people to protect his truth and, and bring it through to the other side. But the Pope, yes, they tried to change times and laws. And they have, you know, they've done that on the surface. But you can't change the law of God. No. And so, as the, and the Catholics, it is in, and I cannot remember, the, I, if someone needs it, I can find it. But there is a, uh, a the Catholic a Bible. Pa a pa yeah, the, uh, the, there's a paper that says we we changed Sabbath from Saturday to Sunday because we could. Yeah, and that's a real bad reason. Um, now the latest change that the Pope, maybe he's made it, but I know he was considering it, and that was taking out of the Lord's Prayer. Um, do not lead me into temptation. temptation. And the Pope said, God doesn't lead us into temptation. Do you know if he got that changed or not? I do not. Okay, I don't hear much on it either, so I don't know yet. Um, but um, I, I just, and I don't care if it's Billy Graham or the Pope or Oprah Winfrey. You don't change what God does. Yeah. And right now in our society, we are really faced with, uh, a crucial time in the truth versus fantasy. And that is with transgenderism. It's also with the LGBTQ. And it's, uh, unfortunately, it's with way, way too many things. Uh, a lot of people are telling you now that right is wrong and up is down and et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And who's the king of that group? Who's, the, who's their leader? Satan. Or as the church lady would say, Satan. <laughs> you know, the devil is trying to beat God's people up, trying to beat God up, trying to beat the sun up. So he thinks he can win in the end, but we all know he can't. I don't know why that goofball doesn't read the Bible. I mean, he knows it better than we do. He does know it better than we do. He just refuses to accept the yeah. inevitable truth. Yeah, absolutely. And that goes for a lot of people, too. Yeah. Um, uh, we were talking in a Bible study this morning, and I go to some of the Bible studies I go to are really conversational. They're biblically based, but they're conversational. And there was a lot of us scratching our head this morning about the thing that you can declare that you're a woman with a man's body, and we as a society will let you compete in athletics as a woman when you are a man. And forever and a day, it's always been separated because there's a difference between a man and a woman. But yet now we are glorifying, if that's the word I can use, people who are deciding to, what do they call that, um, represent themselves as something that God didn't make them that way. Interesting enough that the... Uh, uh, the sign of pride is a rainbow. Rainbow, yeah. So they took the rainbow, this promise of God that he would never flood the earth again totally with water. 
and he put his bow. He said, I put my bow in the... We don't see it. It didn't happen just because scientifically it was supposed to happen. God deliberately put that up in the yep. in the skies for us. There was no rainbow before Noah. There was not. Yeah. Well, and uh, uh, I just want you to know, and I don't speak for Sheila or anybody else here, I don't really care whether you're gay or transgendered or you've had an abortion or a divorce or you're an alcoholic. I don't care. Jesus loves you. Amen. And he died on the cross to forgive you for all those things that he said are sins. And when we buck that trend, holy Toledo. I mean, that's like taking uh, a knife to a gunfight. We got to stop this, ladies and gentlemen. And I don't know what that means. Uh, I don't know what we're trying to stop, but we're trying to put God above. I do know this. We're trying to put God above all these politically correct uh, cancel culture uh, things that are going on right now. And it's going to affect generations to come if we don't stand up and say, wait a minute, you are not a girl. You are a boy. What did God create? Yeah, he created man and, man and a woman. And that was it. All right, that wraps up our Thursday. Now, we're not going to get through the entire Ten Commandments, so um, I want to talk about a couple of them uh, particularly, and uh, we'll do that tomorrow here on The View from a Pew. With my guest, Sheila Rushlaw, I'm Mac McCoy, and if I haven't told you lately, thanks for listening. Love this job. Couldn't do it without you. And by the way, we'll be back in 23 hours, and if we're not here, look for Jesus because we'll be with him. Amen.